Hey everybody, it's Nick here. Uh, I'm at NAB doing another one of these audio things. I have no clue uh, what they're all about quite yet. But this time, I have John Dickinson from Motionworks here, uh, flying all the way over the pond here to, uh, to uh, you know, this is where I meet you in, in, in Las Vegas. Absolutely. Well, I, met, I met you last year, I think. Yeah, we've met, we met first time last year. And I've also, uh, we've done this before, the interview thing on, uh, on your series called right, Unplugged. Unplugged. That's right. How many have you done now? Uh, last one was Pierre Manuel. You know, bright Photon used mm -hmm. to be G-Caster, and that was uh, number, geez, number 19, I think. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and and what you do is you interview uh, motion graphics artists or well, probably yeah, a, a yeah, bunch of... people of interest to, to motionographers, yeah. let's say. And you do such a good job. You know, yeah, we're, thanks, man. we're totally off topic already, but do you have any tips for me to interview people? Because I'm already finding that I need some help. What would you say is like the number one tip to, to interview uh, to, to interview people? I tell you, the number one thing I've learned interviewing is knowing what you're going to ask next. Do you? Do, uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for stopping that. <laughs> what session. are you going to ask next? <laughs> uh, I'm thinking right now. Well, so MotionWorks was one of the early places where uh, you could start to learn all this stuff. Uh, on, sure. as, as far as uh, on the internet is yeah, concerned. Yeah, sure. My, my, my website's been around for about uh, probably eight years now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how did, how did, how did you get all that started? Uh, so early on, too. Uh, but in, I've been in broadcast design for about 10 years full-time now and 16 years in videography. Um, and I guess about eight or nine years ago, blogs were just starting to, you know, starting to happen. Mm -hmm. It's funny because I think I'm, I was saying to my wife, you've got to i got to get a, a website. Now, what am I going to do? I don't know how to build them. What am I going to do? And she goes, Have you, what about a blog? And I'm like, what's a blog? This is my wife. She's got nothing to do with technology. She's Japanese. And apparently blogging was really big in Japan at that time, very early on. And I'm going, nah, just blog. I'm a web blog, you know? And um, lo and behold, uh, I did actually get a web blog, get a blog happening. And um, it went from there. It just slowly builds. Slowly builds. Yep. Yeah, you build up your reputation. I mean, like you did tutorials. Yep. Um, if anyone who's been to MotionWorks knows that I, I do breakdowns of my work, and it's, I always imagined MotionWorks to be a, a workshop, in, in the sense that you get in there, get your hands dirty, and you do some, you know, you, you build things, and um, and it's a place to learn. That was that was my idea, like an educational workshop. So that's the name MotionWorks. And and what's interesting is you're not only doing um, just kind of creative. Uh, tutorials and, and uh, technical tutorials, but you also have a series with your brother that I really like called uh, uh, Business of Design. That's right. And uh, you guys talk about um, the other side of, of kind of creativity is the, is the making money part. And, and I, I, oh, I love talking about that side of it because and, and, I think a lot of people want to uh, not only do what they like doing and play with all these tools and be creative, but they also want to make a living out of it. Absolutely. Uh, and you guys talk about some of the hard stuff uh, on that end, like client work, sure. um, managing the money situation, and, and right. really making a business out of your creative habits. Totally. Um, I know that's something that you you talk about as well, you know, freelancing, and um, I think it's important for myself and for people like you to not only show technique, but the other whole side of what it means to be in this industry. Because so many beginners, for example, don't know how to approach clients. They don't know what to do in an interview. You know, and to give people the, uh, the tools to have the confidence to be able to approach that side of, of this industry, I think is, is very useful, very important. I, I find it hugely important. You guys really uh, sit down and unlike this show, actually sit down and think about what you're going to say. Funny thing is we don't. No? We don't think about it. We think, what's going to be our topic? 
just you really focus on the topic. It's a one take. Yeah, it's really well done. You guys are really organized about well, it. Well, my brother's Makes very sense. good at what he does. He's, yeah. he's been in, he's been in business development for many many years in communication. So he he drives it, and uh, the very first few ones we did, it was. It was pretty much him talking. I was kind of sitting there, well, what am I going to say? <laughs> but after a while, I became more confident. And uh, I think the unplugged helped with that, doing the interviewing. You know? So would you say that you were the same uh, with the unplugged series, kind of starting off um, maybe not as great of an interviewer and learned over the process? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The first unplugged was with um, Sean Suffrey from Red Giant Software. And that was when particular version 2 was announced at NAB. And I was thinking, man, you know, you need content for your website. And I'm always thinking, how can I get new content on there? And I thought, well, I'd, if I could do some recording over Skype, maybe I could interview Sean, because I know a lot of these guys now, a lot of the plugin developers, and maybe I could interview Red Giant and talk to them about it. And that was the very first interview. And then it sort of grew from there. And it's funny because what I do in those interviews is I, I don't just talk about the, the technology, I talk about the person. And I was interviewing Paul Babb from Maxon, <laughs> Paul laughed about it with me afterwards because he thought it was just going to be an interview about Cinema 4D and I'm there asking him about how he got started and we're getting right into his history and um, I think he was kind of a bit taken aback by it but um, as, as you would expect from Paul he's a real gentleman and he handled it really well but I think for people new to the industry and people who probably don't quite as, a, as much skill as you and I do to see behind the scenes, hear about the people, how they got started, it gives them a lot of confidence. You know, and people come up to me and say, you know, you guys are really approachable. I didn't realize it's not all that difficult. You know, I didn't realize you didn't go to college. I didn't realize you didn't do any formal training. You haven't got any design training. You know, I'm a bit like you in that, res that respect. We, we approach our uh, education of other people from a very similar, in a very similar uh, way. We, we make it simple. Yep. We look at the complicated stuff, and we say, this, this stuff isn't that hard. We do exactly the same thing. I, I like that more and more, the more I kind of teach and talk to, especially beginners, I, I like really the concept of, you can do this, like you, can, you can do this, and just open it up. You don't have to learn, you don't have to keep learning more stuff before you get started. You can just um, open up and play around, and, and, and that's how everybody got started. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's one of the um, one of the topics we covered in the business of design. Is um, it was just acting as if, act as if you already know it. Yeah. You know, get a few skills. And that's what happened to me when I got into this industry. I'd done in, I'd done broadcast. I hadn't done any broadcast actually. I'd been doing um, uh, corporate video, and then I got into a bit of teaching because someone said, "Oh, you can use After Effects, and maybe you could teach it." And the business that I was teaching for, they went, they went bust during the dot-com bust mm -hmm. and um, what am I going to do well I'll put together a showreel of some spec work and I'll send it out to as many people as I can and Foxtel in Australia um, happened to be looking for someone for a short six-month contract for a, a football channel they were launching and I went in there and I got the job and um, I hadn't really had much design practice and I got the job and I thought what the hell am I gonna do now <laughs> I was so nervous <laughs> But one of the great things was I went in there and I did one job and I go, okay, I did it. I did the job. It's and then when I get to the next job, then well, I did the last one, I can do this one. And then I designed that one and finished that one. I did the last two, 
now I can do this one, and it builds up. Now that was 10 years ago. That was a six month contract. I've been working there for but 10 years. It, it's, it really seems like confidence is the key more than, uh, and doing more of it, more than uh, some sort of built in talent or, or, or the ability to uh, learn stuff. I mean, just getting in there and playing, it seems, is always, it's yep. always the answer. Definitely, and belief. And the belief that you can do it. Belief that you can do it, yeah. And passion. Yeah. There isn't a day in the 10 years that I've been working full time with After Effects, not one single day where I haven't, where I've thought in the morning, I don't want to go to work. Yeah. Because, I mean, I like you. We absolutely dig what we do. And it's, I'm sure everyone listening to this and everyone who sees what we do, it's obvious that the passion's there. And people come up to me, they say, how do I get to where you got to? And you just start at the beginning. Yeah, start, and, yeah. start now. And be passionate and get, just get, and do it. Yeah, that's good advice. Um, well, we can't leave without talking about your new product that's coming out. My new Cinema 4D product. Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited about this one. It's called uh, Movie Type. Movie Type, yeah. And so where did the idea for, for a Movie Type kind of come and, and what's, what's it all about? Well, it's a good question. MoGraph is amazing. You show some amazing stuff in MoGraph. I see Tim's work in MoGraph and it makes motion graphics in Cinema 4D very accessible. But it's still quite deep. You know, there's a, there's, it, it took me a while to even get my head around it. And I had to watch a fair few of Tim's tutorials to really sort of understand how I put things together to create a finished element in MoGraph. Because all you saw when MoGraph was released was like, like effectors running through cubes and they were changing color and you know, bouncing spheres and stuff like that. I didn't see a lot of great examples of finished work. Practical stuff. Practical examples, yeah. yeah. And I've learned how to create practical examples, but I work in broadcast. I work for an on-demand movie service, and I work with a guy called Brett Morris, a, a young gun Cinema 4D artist, and he's um, he's from the uh, Tim Clapham School of um, Design and Cinema 4D, and he really understands Espresso. So I was at a coffee shop one day waiting for my daughter. She learns Japanese on the Saturdays, and I was sitting there and I was thinking, how can we make type easier in Cinema 4D? There's there's a, there's an opportunity here. So I I was I skyped Brett straight away, and I said to him. There's MoGraph, there's Cinema 4D. We both work in broadcast design. We both know how to make movie titles. And I said, we've got a new, a new product. And he said, yeah, we've got to show you how to do quick, easy, movie style type. I love it. And that's what it is. So what we've done is we've, we've grabbed all of the key functions in MoGraph for um, animation. And we've put together a, uh, a user data-based engine, a bit like your city kit and like your light kits, mm -hmm. where someone can Type in some text, drag a few sliders around, and it's 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 finished with no keyframes. So. It looks really great, uh, and and it's coming out pretty soon. Now too. Yeah, within uh, the next four weeks. That's a, that's really exciting. So I hope everybody loves it. And yeah. buys it. Well, I can't wait to play with it. Good luck with the new product. Fantastic. Uh, and I've been uh, doing a few of these now. I've been talking to uh, kind of various artists on the on the floor here at NAB, and I've been asking them all the same question as kind of the last question. If you could. Uh, kind of give one piece of advice to somebody getting in all this stuff, in all this, uh, into this creative space, uh, and, and, and give them one piece of advice to eventually kind of get to uh, where they can do this for a living and, and be in this industry, what would it be? Gee, it's a good question. I talked about belief a moment ago, is I think, I think if you truly love it, then you'll find a way. You know, but you've got to really love what you're doing. 
Um, you can't do what we do, which is truly creative, um, with any, any, I don't think to any real skill level if you don't really, if you aren't really passionate about it. So definitely I think passion is the key. Get passionate, get out there, look online, find work that you like, uh, find things that inspire you and try and emulate that. You know? But don't copy. Just be inspired, but you know, you might have to do a little bit of copying to start with, but don't get out there and, and just duplicate tutorials. You know? find, find your own voice, yeah. I think. I think that's good advice. Thank you, John. Thanks, Thanks for you. coming by and yeah. saying hi. Always a pleasure. And uh, and giving me interview advice too. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. All right, see you, John. <laughs> Cheers.